2: What up everybody, this is the Preachers and Sneakers podcast, the podcast that literally no one has ever asked for. You all thought that I was done for good. You thought the pastors finally got smart and had me murdered, but no, no, we were just on a quick break and we're back full force. On today's episode, I have no idea how I got this guy on the podcast, but my wife and I were able to go to LA and sit down with one of the funniest people in entertainment today. This guy has been in not only TV and movies, but also has written books, he's voiced over video games he's hosted the white house correspondence dinner recently he was on nat geo with bear grills getting it in the wilderness trying to survive this guy used to host the soup he had a leading role in community but he's most well known for his role in spy kids 4d that's right my wife and i got to sit down and talk with joel McHale. it was amazing this guy is hilarious and not only that he eviscerated me the whole time and completely roasted me on multiple different levels and I'm still recovering. So if you hate what I do and hate me as a person, at least you can enjoy this podcast because I literally get destroyed in front of my wife. If you haven't already, please make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash preachersandsneakers. If you want to support us even more, you can get exclusive merch and access and content and all that. Uh, I appreciate all the people that have already supported us on Patreon. Okay, enough talking. Let's get to my conversation with Joel McHale. One note about the episode, there was a good bit of language in our conversation, so if you have small kids, just be aware of that. Maybe it's not the best episode to listen to out loud, but it's 2019 and everybody's doing whatever they want, so it's up to you. But I just wanted to put that out there so you could use your discretion on whether or not you should play it with small kids in the car or at home. So uh, you've been warned. So I'm sitting here with... Joel McHale. It's McHale. Okay. With and I'm a
3: here with Johnny Preacher sneakers. Yeah,
2: I preach McSneak. Preach McSneak. Is Scottish, right? <laughs> it is. But it, there's a whole story. How many Long pairs thing. of
3: sneakers did you bring with you on the uh, trip?
2: I only brought two because um, I was trying to be subtle. That's very good. I didn't want people to see me from far away, or like notice that
3: I can't see you now. Just so you know, just to set the scene, he's he's sitting in his car and his wife's. <laughs> our go-between <laughs> and so he he won't let me see him
2: well yeah it's just part of my my whole motif i have mm. but thanks for standing outside my car so i could interview in you in house. place of donald
3: I could, i'd be able to see you if i you were you standing next to your car unless you bought or you rented a tinted window pooptie uh yeah donald was very excited about it
2: i know and we you know we've developed quite the relationship over the course of having his Instagram account. He's a big Instagram guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he just a big fan of mine through and through. Really? Mhm. Mm. Yeah, I mean I he's kind of been running his songs by me. Really? Before <laughs> releasing them, yeah. Huh. That whole this is America thing was kind of that you approved that? Yeah. Like I was kind of like you the know, last line of defense for that. Texas is also known for its liars, right? <laughs> Cuz that's what you're doing right. Whatever there. whatever it takes to make a
3: buck. Really? Yeah, you know what? That's definitely biblical and in the American way. So, That's why I sell
2: cocaine.
0: That's
2: <laughs> right. That's, I mean, a universal kind of recession-proof type business. It really
3: is. It's really just as long as they don't legalize it.
2: Right. That would be a huge loss. It's funny.
3: Will pot ever be legalized in Texas? No, absolutely not.
2: Same with gambling.
3: But you can wear guns on the outside.
2: You can, you can shoot guns in the air. And people are like america
3: i was because i wasn't sure about the that's it called open carry right mm-hmm. i was driving so this guy was driving me from the airport to the hotel and i was like so can you actually wear your guns on the outside here and he goes well you need a license and i was like yeah yeah, i suspected that part <laughs> where you needed the license part you just don't do it and i was like do you wear the license
2: as a bib well i don't understand the license out as well I don't know. I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, it, it's some states you don't need a license to open carry. But oh. if you want to conceal carry, you need a license. And you can either completely open carry or you can completely concealed carry. But if you are concealed carry and someone sees Is? part of your gun, you could get arrested oh. if you don't.
3: I want to wear like pearl handled pistols from like 1875 like an actual leather you get The whole cl- cowboy set up <laughs> with
2: like a nice suit <laughs> just make people deal with it and oh I would, t- oh, I would do that so you're not a gun yeah. you're a
3: I like knives and swords a lot uh, as you can see they're right behind I can you. see I've got a couple of samurai swords underneath my bed just in case uh yeah, uh, yeah I've always liked edged weapons
2: what what <laughs> drives that is that random
3: i'm gonna say it's a gift from god is it that desire i have no idea my dad uh my mom and dad uh they lived in europe uh that's where i was born thanks for the research (laughs) and my dad collected a bunch of swords and knives and whips from the middle east and from italy and and i would soon from the moment i can remember i was like those are going to my room and i still have some of them and I have, like, a bayonet my grandfather gave me, not that he fought uh, in World War One; He would have been way too young, but uh, he would hmm. not have been fairly a alive. But uh,
2: I don't know. That's, that's so interesting. You're the first person I've ever met that's been, like, a serious, like, long-bladed weapon.
3: I collected. find them... I don't know what it is about. I have no clue.
2: And to be clear, I did do my research, so much so that I listened to, like, 42 of your interviews. And wow. every single person ask, okay, so you're from Rome, right? There and you and then you say, well, Georgia. And then they say, <laughs> and then you say, "Yeah, no, Italy. Nice. And I was committed to not asking the same stupid questions that the rest of America I has I just done. had
3: to insert it myself.
2: I know. And I don't
3: blame you. No, yeah, I, that's the one thing I can brag about.
2: <laughs> Italy. You look Italian.
3: My Thank
2: you. Everyone told me that you had a face for radio, but now I fully believe. Hmm. Look,
3: I, I would never say you're, I would never call you podcast face. But, uh, because I think you even have to be less attractive for that. Right.
2: Because they, they wouldn't have allowed me on it's not like you public applied radio. For this. You didn't
3: apply for this <laughs> no, job. This is, this is. Uh, I met a guy yesterday who teaches, literally teaches a course. Uh, his name is Sim, Sim He's very, Sims are not, he's a very talented guy, but he teaches a course at USC about podcasts. And I was like, what?
2: Do you, what do you say? teach? I was like, <laughs> press uh, record. Like,
3: Professor, what windscreen should I put over my mic? And I'm like, this is the greatest thing. It's <laughs> That's so stupid.
2: I mean, it's not stupid. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it.
3: Like, uh, and I was like, how's attendance? He's like, there's a waiting list. Of course. Wow. Of course. So there's big
2: money if you're Dax or Joe Rogan or Conan. Corolla. Adam Corolla. <laughs> yep. And you've been on, I listened to you on Dax. Were mm-hmm. you on Conan? I've I'm, never been on Conan's. You've been on the show. Thanks right? a lot. Yes, Conan. If you're listening to this, I know you do listen to this.
3: Uh, I'm I gonna like get my dude Jimmy Joel. Kimmel, was really great.
2: He's he's kind of really his sense of comedy is incredibly unique. It and makes it just me. makes me howl. Yes,
3: it's it makes me angry
2: because yeah. you know? it's so, smart.
3: Well, he's so funny that it it makes me go, "Why am I trying?" Right. I'm just going to take an edge weapon and run down the streets screaming.
2: I, you have a lot of those. I imagine living in this city. Greatest he, city in the world? Yes. Th- yes, this is the greatest city in, in the Seattle's world. Seattle's right up there. We've been here for mm-hmm. like 24 hours, and we already believe that this is the greatest city in the world. Wow. That's the a lot. to the Cowboy fans. I know. Mm-hmm. That's going to really hurt my... Go Seahawks. Fan base. Go Seahawks. I'm a fan of Seahawks. But his humor is... He's smart, and he's funny, but he's also like self-deprecating where it seems genuine, and it also... Yeah. It lands really well. Anyways. He's...
3: Yes. He's a treasure. Yeah. And... If, I would never say that to his face.
2: I wouldn't either, no.
3: Uh, uh, because that, then... Well, he's like a lot of comedians that if you compliment him, he runs screaming.
2: Right. Thank God, Because comedy is ultimately a defense mechanism for or, letting anyone get close to you. Or a weapon. Or a weapon. As you use it, slinging it. <laughs> not up. a shield, necessarily. It could be a spear. So my first like real question is, um, am I the biggest celebrity to interview you up
3: yeah. to this point? I mean, you're not from here, so you have... Of course extra body fat <laughs> you're like fun you're fun loving
0: <sighs>
3: see what i did there you walked right into it you just that, was, I, you that was really fresh. was a I, it was like so i cool. put a rake out on the ground and you stepped on it and it smacked
2: you in the face. there's so many adjectives i could have used and mm. i wrote like biggest. Scrumptious? scrumptious am i the Jesus? juiciest celebrity <laughs> to interview you
3: uh most delectable uh Boy, I knew this was a mistake. Let's see. Uh, y- yes, you are. And uh, it, <laughs> but you, you also, as you know, since you did it, uh, preachers in sneakers is you know uh, it blew up Instagram.
2: It did. And see, it's uh, it it almost is the new Instagram.
3: Yeah, I mean, you and Aniston just <laughs> neck and neck, really destroyed it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the number of people...
2: It's funny, because I used to... She worked hard for her followership in, on Instagram. She what? She worked hard for her followership on she Instagram. A, a she, little,
3: she's like maybe a dog
2: picture. She made an account and posted one picture and had 18 million followers overnight. I don't know what she's at
3: That's now. what happened to me. Overnight. <laughs> over 10... I mean, if the night was... You never endless. had to work for any of this? Uh, it's just been a breeze for you? No, it's what I was going to say. No, so you exploded. Then... I started, then I started telling you, I was like, have you you been on Preachers and Snickers? And then people started coming up to me, like, are you on Preachers? Have you seen? I was like, yeah, I used to, yes. (laughs) Really? So like your people. My people, you know, celebrities. (laughs) 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 Good
2: Big, big fan. I mean, I'm one of them. Here come the dogs. I am one of them now. But is, I wonder why, well, one, it's too much power for one person to have. Instagram. Well, to be able to cause a viral thing from your phone. Oh, so you don't want to do it? Uh, I, my wife doesn't want to
3: do it. You mean your wife who's sitting here with us, who's enjoying the spoils of (laughs) your success?
2: (laughs) My wife is literally getting a massage right now by the The (laughs) in-house Jesus.
3: I am, so you, you don't want to have this much power in your
2: hand. No, I do. I just think it's probably, it's, so many people are unequipped so like I had no training or any history with public media at all and you poor thing yet I created it from my phone and now I'm multi multi millionaire
3: <laughs> yeah because I can tell by your outfit <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was a mistake
3: uh yeah no I uh no it's it does show uh how but if you think about it it's like I don't know, like when I took driving school and when I was 30, no, when I was 16, the guy was like, for the first time ever in your life, you will be able to go somewhere alone further and faster uh, in your control ever. And I was like, other than a plane, he's right. And I was like, I never thought about it that way that you can hop in a car and if you really want to be in Argentina. Yeah. And, uh, and so you think about that little phone.
2: It's and amazing. everyone talks
3: about it, like, isn't it awful? I'm like, no, <laughs> no it's great. It's, it's and I know I it's cuss. not awful because you're on it and
2: calling it awful
3: at the same time.
2: And you literally can't look away from it. She cusses me out all the time for the eight hours of the day I spend. What's on your cuss, what's your favorite cuss word? Itch. And you're like,
0: hey, She's bitch, so. get did... off of that.
2: <laughs> She does call me that pretty.
3: That's so funny if you're like, hey, bitch, hey. Get off that. Just nothing fancy about it. I
2: don't know if y'all can tell, but this is a cry for help. <laughs> this is great. Someone saved me from this woman!
3: Hey, bitch. Get off your phone. I mean, you got us. This is his livelihood. Do you have a job?
2: No, I'm, I'm in school.
3: <laughs> but I DJ been, on the side. You have been a, you do? Yeah.
2: Shocker. <laughs> and, uh, this interview is so, it's going well. He's <laughs> still have
3: the job. Uh, so... Yeah, but you've been approached
2: by companies to
3: try to monetize this, I assume.
2: Uh, like a couple sponsorships here and there? Yeah, not really impressive ones. Like they're affiliate-type deals. Like, hey, if they use my code for something, I'll get a commission. But okay. not like, hey, let me pay you 10000 bucks for this ad.
3: Yeah, right, that's why you. I'm
2: interviewing you now yeah. because I'm hoping this will but skyrocket so my career. The,
3: it actually, you're doing the right thing in that you're doing a podcast, you've got some merchandise, you're still, you get great, obviously the content is great, and it's not like in six months you're gonna have 15 million dollars but over over time it's gonna really you I think you'll be very happy unless the preachers get together and ritual murder you
2: yeah we that's been a concern since about March of this year
3: oh it's the greatest combination how did you
2: how did I don't I really didn't come to talk about me I did but since I'm'm I'm, I'm a I enjoy it uh how did you come upon the account? And then, what made you reach out to me? Because we literally—okay—do we have a friendship? No. Would you call it a friendship at this point? No, you're not on TV. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. No, uh, I, right. no, I
3: I would. I would say we have. We now a know each internet other. Internet friendship, like you know, grinder.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> like uh, catfish.
3: No, uh, uh, but two different people i have reached out to this way, and they've been—it's worked out great. Because I feel like we're going to be friends for life. We said it. my own name see no uh <laughs> no i feel like no you guys are super you were so friendly that i was like he seems like a totally cool normal guy mm-hmm. and uh what am i saying uh, i can't so, I, somebody i mean obviously somebody recommended it who was it it'll come to me probably by the end of the podcast but um
2: was it a fellow celebrity
3: uh, it oh. might have been and i'm not kidding uh anyway um i ca- it'll come to me by the end of it okay but, it was a revelation, and you probably saw when I liked every one of your photos in about one minute's time. Mm-hmm. And then I was showing people it; I would show it, and it made me so happy. Why does why do you think people? Hey, Aaron. No, oh, say... hey, Aaron's mom. Hey, right on. See it a bit. Uh, why do you walk...
2: think people like respond? So well to this thing because I, I, I didn't I even
3: spellings that you put in it and grammar problems. Well, that was because I was homeschooled. So, oh, well, it's finances. fine. Why did they like creatures and sneakers? I yeah, think it, I mean, it's the perfect combination of comedy um, and uh, calling out a pretty big hypocrisy. Uh, and because those, those health and wealth guys can justify pretty much anything. I know that right now, a lot of people aren't, uh, probably happy with what I'm saying, but, uh, I don't care. Uh, but you know, uh, he's really getting it in there, but uh, I, it's just, it, it's just hilarious when you see, a, 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 a preacher wearing $6,000 pair of sneakers and when then people go like, well, you have a bunch of sneakers. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not a preacher. I'm,
2: I'm not getting donations.
3: I'm not... Yeah, I don't get... I guess technically... Yeah, no, I don't get my income through donations. Uh, so I find that uh, endlessly funny. And I know that... I've, I've read interviews with you where you're like, I just love sneakers and I love what they're wearing. <laughs> and uh, and I remember someone put a comment like, the price has risen, which is <laughs> really, really funny. There has
2: been this whole like secondary market of comedy in the comment section that is... People are a lot funnier than I am and people will uh, quickly... I, I,
3: Yeah. No, no, I will come up with, I will be like, oh, this is a good post. Here's a funny comment. And then there'll be 10 funnier comments. I'll be like, well, I guess, yeah, that's it. But also,
2: you have a real job. A lot of these people are...
3: Oh, yeah. I'm going to be on the match game.
2: (laughs) Card sharks. Card sharks. Uh, You know, there's a plug for you. No, no, I
3: just think it's really fun. It's, it's, I think it's really good to, you know, these, I'm sure these health and wealth guys uh, do a lot of good, and they don't want to be called health and wealth, right? i assume they don't want that i don't think so uh but uh but i think it's just i don't know it's endlessly funny and some of the outfits are hysterical
2: heinous really what's uh so i listened to uh your you talked to the relevant guys briefly like a year ago i think the relevant guys (laughs) he does so many interviews that he doesn't what do you mean? relevant is like the one like christian pop culture magazine oh, yeah, 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 relevant yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. and you were talking I about just so
3: you know i didn't realize that's what it was when i started talking to him oh really i was like oh
2: okay great so i can't cuss oh i cuss a lot so They cut <laughs> it out. yeah the way they do their interviews is that they basically like ask the questions in post and then play a clip of your response oh yeah if you listen it. To it. there's a
3: guy on the seahawks he wrote a book and he's got a very very strong faith and he's like we something on the back of my book, and I was just like, really great, inspiring. I could have done without all the F-bombs. And uh, it made me so happy. Did he print it? Well, he did, and then people, he was like, people actually thought I had dropped it one It didn't buy the, book, the because... book And I was like, people... This is my, I spend most of my time going, people are wonderful, and they're super smart and caring. And then, two minutes later, I'll be like, people are the dumbest beings on the planet, and a fucking sea cucumber could... Out with them i go back and forth every time
2: so anyway uh so you're kind of a anomaly in this town because that's not true first rule of improv <laughs> never say no uh no
3: but keith about John- about keith johnstone the uh the founder of like theater sports and improv wrote that book uh now this is 30 years ago he was like you can say no after seven years it's like a seven year rule i'm not kidding <laughs> oh okay. uh no a lot of people go like it's got to be yes and i like to do a yes but
2: okay and that's worked yeah, for you
3: i am just making things up now
2: well look at this. dog i believe you look at that pup that's a sweet pup his name's bean how old is he beanbag he's a year and a, almost a year and a half beanbag he's a maniac don't eat my mic man This no those are really high-quality mics. Uh, so so um, tell me about, sorry to, mean to interrupt you, but I was getting at having, being in the entertainment industry yeah. and living in LA, this isn't distracting at all, <laughs> having a, <laughs> having a faith in this town, No, you're kind of like now known for that.
3: Uh, I am? Yeah, at um, least
2: in the Christian sphere, yeah, that's the problem. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. uh. Joel is having a seizure currently. <laughs> Poor B. This is good for the interview, right? No, it is. It's we have a good filter for those coming. of.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what so I. So, anyways.
2: <laughs>
0: uh,
2: so, repeat your question. How did you end up?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, y'all go to church a lot. No. You're a professing Christian, right? No. But you go to church a lot. Kidding.
3: Okay. yeah, no, I'm all those things.
2: Yeah, so in this town and in your industry, that's pretty
3: uh, common. you surprised, no, it's not. I think that's a stereotype about...
2: I'm here to break those stereotypes.
3: Yeah, no, I find, I you'd be surprised at the number of uh, people that do go to church and... Uh, uh, I think I think I think people want there to be like, well, it's just a hidden den full of cocaine uh, doers and Satan worshippers here, and mm-hmm. it is. It but is. No, uh, we've but seen it's, those. It's really like people like, oh, you know, Hollywood. How do you stay married? And I was like, I don't know. The divorce rate's exactly the same <laughs> as <laughs> With, everywhere within Christians, else. Yeah, it's just that these the divorces here get way more press, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's, uh, a, that's
2: a word right there. Press way it is more again
3: uh no and then i'll have people go like but you curse a lot i'm like what are you gonna do man uh so i'm
2: still gonna buy tickets bro (laughs) yeah and
3: and so i uh yes i think you'd be surprised about the number of people that have faith, and including like you know like the number of jewish friends that i have that go to synagogue Mm -hmm. i think you'd be surprised and uh, so it's, it's, I, I think people think, oh, it's just a bunch of, I don't know, atheists and agnostics running around in leased BMWs and Audis and shopping and having brunch and going to the coffee bean. You know? And, uh, I find much like, kind of like the average for my hometown of Seattle is that of people are just working their butts off all day long. Right. And 15% are, of that 15%, 2% is like the best people on the planet and the other 13% are a bunch of assholes Mm -hmm. And, and they ruin it for a lot of people. But I find that that averages to about the same. I do think that power, money and wealth and fame can definitely can change people but yeah. that happens in every city you want to have any amount of success that. yeah now, and i think that's win in, in any big city but uh
2: how do you keep that in perspective though like because you've i mean objectively done all that achieved all that no i'm yet i am but he i You're uh, still an up and I comer. traffic human beings. So uh that's
3: okay. was, was, that's my problem. You should repent
2: Ugh, of that. Literally look at Ever heard that bit? Me mm-hmm.
3: Um uh no, so what am I saying on top of that? Uh oh and I there's a really good book by Bruce Campbell. Uh he was he is currently an actor. Uh he was in all the Army of Darkness movies, the Evil Dead movies, he was Sam Raimi's guy for years. He was in Briscoe County Junior. Uh uh he's a very funny guy and he had this great book called if chins could kill and it's basically about the actors and the actresses were the Actors, but that 95 percent of the actors here work their asses off every day and uh and i I don't know the i really don't know the five percent that don't Mm -hmm. and the hours are crazy and i think i just i would always piss me off when people go you know you guys just hang out down there and i was like I have driven off the road from falling asleep more than once. There is a rule in, for the teamsters who, uh, drive all the trucks and vans who are some of the nicer, greater people on the planet. And they have, there's a rule that if we like, it's something I'm going to get it wrong, so would a teamster please correct me, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: but after like three or uh, two or three, like 15 or 16 hour days on the job, you're not allowed. You, they have to buy you hotel rooms because too many teamsters are driving off the road and killing themselves
0: mm-hmm. and
3: are getting horribly injured. So uh, anyway, I've, I've went, I went from people go to church and synagogue to uh, and have faiths uh, to um, people driving off the road from city. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so you'd be
2: surprised at the number number of folks. That makes sense. But for you personally, how so like I'm intrigued by regardless of, you know, I'm just doing it for the money. Yeah, you are doing it for the money, that's understood. But you you said the stat about like basically divorce rates are the same everywhere. But a lot of people do get divorced regardless. Yeah. And you've 15%. been married to your wife for since the beginning. Obviously. We divorced three times. Three times, yeah. Congrats on your I've been married to my wife since the beginning. She is Eve. Uh I mean she must be a saint because within oh, the f- yeah. the fifteen minutes we've been talking to you, I already want to strangle you, kinda. <laughs> Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, like, she must be a saint, because... You need the arm strength.
3: Uh, no, uh, no, people, when they meet me, they, they're they like, hey, it's the guy from Cable, and the guy from that TV show some people watched, mm-hmm. and then they're, they're... Daniel
2: Tosh. Daniel
3: Tosh, <laughs> yes. And, and uh, Rob Diedrich. And uh, so... It's Dear Uh No, I... I yeah, then they meet my wife and they're like, Oh, oh. we
2: we the sanity exists We showed up for way. you
3: and we stayed for Sarah. So uh She's yeah. so
2: impressive. She
3: is impressive in she's, her own right. Yeah. I cannot believe she agrees to continuously be with me.
2: And what? Physically. Do you think it's a faith thing that drives both of you to stay together? Or is it No, because I think the is the divorce rate pretty much the same? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah uh I think yeah. So.
3: No, there's just as much mayhem. Uh, I said, th- "What?" Uh, my friend Kate, uh, Kate Bowler, read her book. Uh, it's called "Everything Happens for a Reason" and other lies I've loved. Okay. She said something, and I was like, "I wish that was a bumper sticker." Which was, uh, I was like, "I'm a Christian. We're just as big of pieces of shit as you, <laughs> or even worse." And I was like, "That's the one."
2: Kind of why we. Wearing- need help
3: yeah no and i and i remember seeing that bumper sticker is like uh uh jesus protect me from your followers and i was like that is a good one mm. uh and i always thought when that darwin fish remember back in the 90s when the fish yeah second graders uh-huh and people I, people and people like oh that's an attack and i, I was like on what and I was like, what's the problem? They're like, well, you know, evolution. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, you're a dummy. I see. You're an idiot. Such an aggressive attack. Uh, and I was like, that... that." And I always thought, this that's the one I would put on my car. And I... Yeah. Anyway, now I'm just bragging. Hmm. Uh, it, yeah. It, to go back to your question, Sarah's remarkable.
2: Yeah. I'm uh, glad we got to meet her.
3: I'm very... Yeah, very lucky. 23 and a half years.
2: And she just puts up with all of your yes she is one moment
3: okay because what happens is a guy like an uh, amazon guy will show up and then they these three small dogs uh, uh, they do their version of attacking but they just, it's just really annoying it's weird it's funny once in a while people like you'll meet somebody who's truly like terrified of a little fluffy dog and i was like all oh, right that's great anyway um What am I saying? Uh, I am saying yes. So she is. Yeah, we. uh, Yes, she's the greatest. I don't know why. I know that this sounds like I'm going to go crazy in a second if this talk keeps going. Um, I don't know why. uh, I don't know why she agrees, but it's great. That's awesome. But no, she she puts up with a lot of me because I'm a workaholic, OCD, ADHD, all
2: that stuff, and and uh, she's been very patient. That's what I was going to ask about next. Was like it. You're involved with a bunch of stuff, uh-huh. and I genuinely was trying to do research earlier. And you have hosted the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You've been a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Or drag. That was
3: possibly the greatest moment of my career, next to being on Sesame Street.
2: You've been a Top Chef judge. You've been. you've re- not a lot of judging. Yeah. I judge a lot. You are <laughs> incredibly you know judgmental. The
3: Christian faith that says not to judge, but that's all I do.
2: And it's it's very lucrative mm-hmm. to do
3: that uh it they do pay you money which and, is and people
2: like to watch it too
3: yeah no I love doing it but yeah we, that's the silly thing about um wonderfully silly thing about Hollywood is that they'll pay you too much money to do stuff like that and uh I really I truly enjoy it but I I did spend I don't know I spent so many like the first 30 years of my life not making any money right and going into debt and then when they started paying me and I was like yes I'm catching up finally <laughs>
2: Is that the uh, best feeling in the world?
3: It To be solvent in the thing which you like doing or love doing feels so good. Uh, when they began actually, I was like, I cannot believe I'm being paid to tell jokes. I cannot believe I'm being paid to act. And I was just so happy when I see people complain about that shit, mm. it makes me want to grind my teeth down. I get that, I mean, hours can be rough and then, Sometimes conditions, if you're out in the cold and it's raining and or snowing and it's nighttime,
2: mm-hmm.
3: all, you hear people complaining and it's like, yeah, but that PA, the production assistant, has been standing out there longer than you.
2: And they're making 50K a year.
3: They're making, yeah, way less than that. So anyway, um, yeah, no, it felt, it feels really good.
2: Do you uh, also, the feeling of being validated in the thing that you thought you Very were supposed much to so. be doing?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It really is like this thing. Cause I had a, you know, my dream was to be an actor. I didn't ever think I was going to be a host. I didn't, that didn't even dawn on me. And then that's how I kind of broke into the business. But, um, this, like this vocation I feel like was planted in me Mm -hmm. and I knew that I know a lot of actors that feel like this is any, all I've ever wanted to do. And it's a curse in a weird, both ways, because if you have the curse, and you don't act, it drives you wild. <laughs> and if you have it and you're able to, it's great, but you constantly want to do it. It's an—it's not an affliction, it's great if it's working. But I think John Lithgow said like, all I want is the approval of that audience. And I was like, oh yeah, because when I go on stage to do stand I I hate all the travel, I hate all the being away from the family, but boy, when I'm on stage, I have a good
2: time. Hey, yo, what up? This episode of the Preachers and Seekers podcast is brought to you by PosterBurner.com. You know all those photos on your iPhone and your computer that you took once and never looked at again? Why not take some of the best ones and turn those into beautiful canvases for your home or office? PosterBurner.com uses advanced printing science that I don't understand, like image super resolution, to prepare your image for printing. And that makes a huge difference in the final print quality. It won't look amateur and it won't look blurry like if you printed it at your house. They have old-fashioned conversational customer service, talking to a real person. Imagine that. That will help you along or answer any of your questions. Your image will never print better than it will at PosterBurner.com, and I can guarantee it. They sent me a poster of some of the graphics I use on Instagram, and it looks amazing. Go to PosterBurner.com Preachers today, and you'll get an additional 10% off your order. That discount applies to every type of print they offer. Again, it's PosterBurner.com Preachers. And that's what, was at the root of it? Like wanting, to feeling an intangible desire to act, is that wanting to express yourself or wanting to get validation from the crowd, like the energy of being oh. able to do something well that people are
3: yeah, entertained? Yeah, I, I saw a production of The Music Man in second grade in Haddonfield, New Jersey. It's a small city, a small Dutch reform town next to <laughs> Cherry Hill, New Jersey, right next to Philadelphia. But uh the audience stood up at the end and started clapping and they were going, I was like, This is exciting. <laughs> this is very exciting, and I can't wait to do this. And I was pretty young and and that in my moment I did like a we did a play version of It's a Small World. Yes, the play, It's a Small World, of the
2: Disney ride. Wow. It was a precursor to My parents, my parents of the were boycotters, so Of... Disney Disney, back in the day why you don't remember that no Disney like in the 90s maybe was came out like very publicly about supporting some LGBT deal and small town Louisiana you can imagine they were totally for it yeah they were the biggest proponents See, I
3: grew up in Seattle where it was like yep yep (laughs) absolutely Uh, but I suppose that happens in a lot of big cities yeah so
2: you you this was the first the play. Yeah, in the seventies. Yeah, I remember. The 70s. And I my, and I
3: started and my I'm, and I didn't think about it. My mom and dad were like, "Yeah, we could tell the instant you walked on stage, this is what you were going to want to do." Really? And they said, "There's a photo of me in the newspaper uh, on stage," and I was like, "Oh, right." Uh, that there was just something about it. And not scared. Not like. Not then, and then later on. I did used to get nervous and but then once you for a play once it gets going then it's fine
2: because it's like a muscle memory thing though.
3: well it's also like a sport where you're Cause like you've now it's so at much it. yeah but and you've also practiced
2: the time you like, pra- yes play, play
3: and, and then you sports. start to feed off that nervousness and then after the White House correspondence dinner which was the most nervous I've ever been I can't imagine except for this podcast <laughs> um, The pressure is on I was like oh that 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 circuit. In my brain, burned out. And I never, I will walk on stage and I was like, this is the time that I would be nervous. And now it's, I'm not. Really? Ever. No, it's really weird. It, the only time I get nervous now is I've had to talk at a wedding. Because I'm like, oh, this is like this important moment for these people. This is the, you will get the one shot. most at important, it. yeah. And uh, yeah, no, no, that, uh, I guess that's good. Then I had just did Bear Grills. Nat Geo. Nat Geo show. And I, w- I was like I again guys I have no cortisol left in my brain. <laughs> and uh I was like I, we started going down this cliff and I was like, Oh, this is, I'm this is what a real and fear. No, is. and I was like, I'm nervous. It happened again. Wow. And I was like, Fair, congrats. I'm super <laughs> nervous. I can't believe this. But at least it made you aware that you were alive again. Yeah, and also I'm forty eight next week. So if I haven't you know uh if I haven't gotten somewhat comfortable with being on stage, then something's horribly wrong.
2: That's wild. With the Bear Grylls thing, that's out now, right?
3: That came out two nights ago, yeah. And how'd it, it, how it go? Oh, my Lord, it was fun. You saw my Instagram post, probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it. Uh, I can't. Uh, I'm going to show you the picture because I'm very... And what you would call? Uh, oh wait, not that one. I'm uh,
2: a bragger, as you would say. Yes, uh, uh, professionally almost.
3: Yes, uh, there we are. Yeah, that's, that's no nope. climbing out of the Grand Canyon. Come on, you were in the Marines.
2: That's bananas.
3: Yeah, uh, but- <laughs> I w- I I had I was like, oh bear, this is mm, this is what I should have done for a living. This is super fun. How is he as a? He's great. Co-host. He really partner. is great. He is. Uh, he could be a television producer of any. Of any kind of TV, because he is hes super aware of everything, all the cameras. He self-produces these shows? Well, he's, he's got a huge crew that has to set up drones and, and also to make sure we don't die. Yeah. There was a couple things where they have to go first to make sure no one's going to get killed. And uh, I don't know how it's happened. Like, well, we can't go there. Barry fell off. And uh, so he's hes also, hes pretty fun. he's got a pretty good sense of humor. He always is trying to get you to cry. He's always trying to be very. There's always like emotionally
2: crying? Yeah, because he, he wants
3: to get people like super like out of their comfort zone and they're they're screaming and yelling and then he's like,
2: "Tell me about your father."
3: And, uh, <laughs> this
2: is not the time. So he's like, "Oh,
3: Bear. Bear, you're trying to get me to cry here, aren't you?" And he's like, maybe, "Maybe." Are you a crier? I cry in the weirdest moments during commercials.
2: Your own commercials. Yes, because I'm like
3: uh... That was perfect. Nailed it. That was a perfect thing. That was the greatest post for Laffy Taffy anyone's ever seen. Um, no, it uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, it's weird. i have crying the weirdest points, and then my kids go like, ha, 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 "You're crying." Yeah, when did I cry last? Oh, I was at. Commu- I. It's funny. It was, uh, the community actors. We all got together and had dinner last Sunday, and uh, after this panel, it was really fun. And then afterwards. My wife. Oh, heard. you were on that show? How? Community? Dare you? Yes, it was me, Amy Poehler, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza.
2: Parks and Rec, actually. There we
3: go. Adam Scott. Amazing. Uh, no, I. Uh, and then I started talking to my wife about it. I just burst out crying. I was like, oh. I didn't
2: realize I miss all those people. <laughs> and it was really fun to see them. Because all. that was a big. After the soup, that was your biggest chunk of well, time I, spent on one. It was during the soup. Uh, oh okay yeah we
3: started in 2000. that good of research good job <laughs> they were they overlapped for five years dang that's a lot But uh, people love that show well yeah we've enjoyed it as you should with the fourth season just you know mm. we also
2: watched your special today actually really Pyongyang yeah Korea can you believe it I can't but a lot of people surprised they let you talk so openly there
3: yeah you would have think I would have been in jail uh people have thought that was real i did guys it's on amazon right now amazon prime
2: uh full disclosure we had to wait for it to get released on prime prime because not paid right okay i understand but thanks for buying my shirts too did i actually buy them no you didn't shit so it's
3: i I I call i rappelled down the side of a building you did in atlanta right no that was that was here that was a universal
2: oh okay I appreciated you doing that. That was, that was good press. Yeah. That was
3: great. press. The people loved it. Take a photo of it. Yeah. So I was like, I'll wear it for this crazy thing. Sarah went down that thing too. That was for the union rescue mission guys. It's LA's out largest, uh, home people who are experiencing
2: homeless outreach. They're connected to your church, right? They are not. But your church has a homeless ministry. I heard some interview where. Hollywood
3: Presbyterian has a gigantic outreach. Uh, one the biggest in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, and there was a dateline done on it because there was two old ladies who were making, who were stalking that place and getting homeless people to sign insurance policies and then uh, what? running them over with their car. Hollywood. And uh, yeah, it was, You look it up. It's pretty, it's a bonkers story.
2: Are you going to be in the movie? I'd like to be. That sounds, that's insane.
3: Uh, it's insane. It's a really good dateline. It really is. You also. Only in Hollywood I guess.
2: Yeah. Or San Antonio. Unfair. Like, um, I, I hey, did. So, I. One bit of research I did was on Milwaukee.com said you were the. Uh, biggest Seahawks fan the King cars. of Snark. Damn. And I don't even know
3: what this. I never even had heard the word Snark, I didn't know what it meant.
2: You literally define the word Snark. Thank you very much. But, uh, yeah.
3: Uh. Yeah. I mean, we have all sorts of people we hang out with, um, uh, Do you but, run for two more. Yeah. You going to I mean, move in, feel it out. That's Here's fine. It. Rent is $15,000 a month.
2: Sounds about standard for this town. Uh,
3: but let's see. No, I mean, I'm again a workaholic and, uh, when you had a, an 11 year old, a 14 year old, it gets real busy. And you end up hanging out with the parents. I see. So of all your kids' friends. So yeah, Johnny Depp and I
2: hang out all the time. Mm. I don't believe you. You're Right, you got me there. But you do have a pretty, I mean, I've seen videos of you with Will Ferrell, with Kevin Hart, with- Yeah, we're always Bobby out. Flay. Bobby Flay. Wow, it, what an interesting, you mean Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay, not Bobby Flay. Uh, he's that guy from that AT&T commercial. Bobby Flay? No, no, Gordon Ramsay. Yes, Use that's the it. It's, stick. It's an Apple commercial Use really, the cocktail stick. Use the cocktail stick. Not pairing it with at and I like that guy. Use the cocktail stick. Uh, you can
3: always because like, he's always yelling and screaming and he has this extreme personality that everyone, t- that but his crew adores him, which is mm. the telltale sign that he's a nice person. Like it's just a
2: show. Like him being a Right. Jackass. Well there's
3: people that are come off nice on camera and then they are monsters off camera. Mm. And uh Are you they willing get... to name
2: names? No. No. Okay.
3: And my Conan O'Brien. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, Conan loves his stat he put his, his personal assistants now like a personality. She's she's uh
2: Oh uh Sonia. Yeah. Movsesian. Um, she's great.
3: She's really funny. Uh but no um so that yeah, anyway, that was Side note about Gordon, but, uh, no, I don't hang out with, I don't like Kevin, Will, Gordy. I'm watching the Kings game. You want to come on over? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. It's matter. more like, uh, the parents. No, it's more like my kids are on playing Fortnite. And then,
2: uh. I see your setup right here with your Alienware monitor. Yeah,
3: that's, that's for the VR, which right. Isaac really likes. I am playing Call of Duty on my Falconware. Laptop right now. Uh stay
2: or my wife, I've been trying to convince her to let me get Modern Warfare. Looks fun.
3: You have to ask her permission? Yeah,
2: that's I thought that's how you stay married. <laughs> is the the, the wines of the bosses.
3: They are, but there's a line.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh
1: really... and you
2: draw it at sixty
1: dollars. Yeah, just, just watch
2: just watch go like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stop. That is the perfect bitch. example of when she would use that towards me. Yes. You don't let him play Call of Duty?
1: I let him do whatever he
2: wants. <laughs> she literally flew with me to come do, and do a podcast. She literally, <laughs> she
3: literally <laughs> let's squad with me if I give you Call of Duty?
2: Yes. Ah. Absolutely. I I will fire that thing up tonight. Okay. If she'll let me.
3: Um but I also want to play the new battlefield. Is it out yet? I thought the
2: new or maybe it's just pre-order. Am I, I, don't you, I you feel a, like it's out. You were in a video game.
3: What? You were in a video game. Lego. Good research. Yes, I was. That thing did pretty darn well for a bit while. Wow. Did it? The Lego Dimensions. Yeah, that was pretty good. What, I, that was really fun to make.
2: What did you, what is, was that your first voiceover? You've done other voiceover yeah. deals. Coming up, Mortal Kombat. Shut up.
3: Yeah. That's
2: it's like a fully day. animated deal? No, no.
3: Yeah, no, it's fully animated. The, the deal, game so. or
2: a movie? The movie. It's uh, two movies. You're in Mortal, which character? Johnny Cage. I was always a Sub-Zero fan. Finish him. Uh, well, they all have them. I, I know. But, uh, I used, to play, that I used to play that
3: in Yeah, when you were much younger than me, but I used to play that in college in the 90s.
2: <laughs> Back when you had a ton of girlfriends. Oh
3: man, I was like, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm gonna go hit you wanna go hang out? I gotta
2: this roll of quarters. You wanna go get
3: some teriyaki, <laughs> rice, and then maybe uh, an evening. Of you can watch me play Mortal,
2: Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe even go way back and play some Street Fighter. What do you think, babe? Or
2: some Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that was my game back in the day. Um, I
3: just remember playing it. I was like, I'm getting pretty good. And then a kid would get on there and just whip my ass. and like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Yeah, they're kids more than ever yeah, are really good so. at freaking video games. Yeah, I mean, that is
3: always the case. But it now, when you just the number, I mean. Do
2: you think it's a developmental thing or like they're being brought up in it? Because like the kids that like destroy in Fortnite are so far beyond
3: yeah it doesn't make any se- the speed i mean there are most of those kids are pcs and uh no it's just i i don't it's learned because they are given the tools very young yeah
2: how was your experience with the am? because really people don't know that's that's the first place any quote-unquote famous person wore my merch see that meant a lot i appreciate it like being sincere thank you
3: you're welcome and I am saying you're welcome, sincerely. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, that was.
2: How was your experience there?
3: It was great fun. Uh, I, I'm terrible at the game, but you, I love the game. So. Oh, you do. Yeah, and my kids are good at it. And Have you I, played
2: the update or like the second episode? Oh, I was
3: there when all that. Uh, yeah, we watched that live. When, when, <laughs> when, the, when that thing went just dark for two days, yeah, we were there. You
2: start thinking like this is how my life ended up. I'm, yeah. waiting for the release of the new
3: it was like when <laughs> who shot jr or the last episode of the first season of survivor when it was it was exciting
2: Jeez, but you got destroyed at oh, the, the pro-am the first one i killed someone and i killed some professional
3: basketball player and my kids were just relieved that i didn't embarrass them the second one the whole i mean it was the level of play had increased so dramatically and my fourteen year old is always like, "Dad, I'm not really good at the game, but you are terrible." And I'm like,
2: "That's which cool. probably should be always be the case, because if you're yeah. destroying in Fortnite, you're probably neglecting yeah. if
3: you're, fitness." it's like a dad who's great at Fortnite.
2: <laughs> That's always been my thing about video games. Is like, there's really never, unless you're trying to like bond with your kids or something, it doesn't seem like there's many good excuses to just be melting eight hours away yeah no and if you as a grown dude or if your
3: kid is going to school and going like damn i can't beat my dad in overwatch it just doesn't seem like it's possible it doesn't that's not a conversation that happens now you know like if it's a sport like you know it's basketball or something you can beat your kid for quite a while yeah but then when high school hits if they're trying at all they're gonna whip your ass all over the
2: place that would be a proud moment i think
3: yeah, I remember when I got better at sports than my dad, and I was like, "Oh,
2: oh, you're you're human,
3: you yeah, are well, fallible." Exactly it. He was very. My dad was. We played tennis, but he'd always get me. He'd always start telling jokes and screwing around, and he would just frustrate the hell out of me. And then he'd win because I was so frustrated. And
2: I'm was like, he an athlete in his own right, or was he just? Did he just? He was good, good sports, at sports, but tennis. he wasn't.
3: You know, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't insane. Yeah. Or anything. I don't think. He, did, he boxed in high school uh, but yeah no but I that's all I did was if there was a ball of any size I was bouncing it.
2: because you line. played did you play college football
3: yeah not really but yeah for two years I I was a very good uh, at showing the defense how hard they hit
2: <laughs> so I received a lot of blows I, yeah I did that in football too where did you play the University of Washington oh so you did play at Go Huskies Go yeah. Huskies where'd you play? 8th uh, grade
3: 8th <laughs> grade? is that a college?
2: it's like a,
3: just like a safe house yeah no, no I like that I
2: played 8th eighth, eighth and ninth grade and then I started playing in bands because I never. I wanted to never have a girlfriend and so I right because was fully went into brand? music no it was in uh, we were in basically like a Jimmy Eat World cover band like I said because Can you play that song right now everyone? I play drums, so I can't play any song. Hey! That one? Yeah. I actually, through the Instagram account, I've built a relationship with their drummer, Zach Lynn. How happy are you? Full circle. Now he's trying to talk to me. (laughs) Suck it, Jimmy Eat World. Sucky Jimmy Jimmy Eat World. (laughs) Uh, uh, People are going to get annoyed if I don't ask you what your actual thoughts on... Go ahead. Everyone stopped listening. Uh, Your actual thoughts on... The mostly LA church scene,
0: the you thing that's
2: people, behind the people will get mad that they don't ask me this, yeah, because oh, they, uh, they, they, some people want there to be a purpose behind oh, this podcast. Jesus. I don't, For those
3: of you out there that are listening, like, was he gonna get to the purpose? I can't said overstate the word, how he hasn't said un- word Jesus yet. <laughs> Why is he gonna say that? Have
2: you, have you chosen to accept Jesus in your into my heart? No, he's in my
3: lungs at this point. But he's moving through all the vital organs. Dang it. Uh, yeah, no, I... I start, uh, that stuff drives me wild. I know. Like, people... Oh, I don't know, that's why Christian Rock sucks. Yeah. Because
2: I was like... Tell also how you really feel, though, <laughs> about Christian Rock. Well,
3: I, you know what? I don't know what it's like now. I mean, you... I just remember the 90s where I'm like, every song is only very explicitly saying that they believe in jesus can't they talk
2: about anything else at least some metaphor some yeah. like artistic he's like
3: you too is doing a pretty good job of that so <laughs> why don't you guys uh eventually they just, caught on
2: now all the bands sound like you too
3: they I do i don't know if you which know. is also not a good thing right
2: it's like in doses
3: i remember this one band i wanted to say their name this is look when i started when i you know had my conversion when i was younger i was like man I'm not giving up my music. Right, I'm Seattle, not smashing these I'm not, CDs. I'm like, I'm not still listening to Allison in Chains, guys. Because <laughs>
2: you uh, grew up Catholic, but you had a moment where...
3: Yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, it was like 45 minutes ago. You're welcome. It wasn't you. It was the dog.
2: Oh, <laughs> I read dogs. A little, we don't deserve dogs.
3: Dogs are funny. definitely
2: evidence of a God that...
3: So the, all right, so I should go soon. But, okay, uh, sorry. So you're, you're... I wish I hadn't... Let me see if they... Oh, let me see if they said uh, okay, right uh, come on. Uh, uh, we can always come back. You know. No, no, L.A. <laughs> church. What was your question?
2: Basically, what are your thoughts about like the hip L.A. Church culture now? Like the reason oh, you like the preachers and sneakers thing? This is
3: great because this is going to be a very disappointing answer. Wow, hold on, uh, because I don't know anything
2: about it. Uh, uh, like, but hit- you have some opinion about like hypocrisy and like prosperity type. Yeah, no, yes, but
3: I, I don't know if I've ever been, I've been to one mega church once and it was in Seattle and I realized that I am not there, but not, that was not for me. Uh, the, if it's for you, I I think the health and wealth thing is pretty terrifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if those big, uh, Progressive churches, uh, like, I'm sure they're great. Uh, Go for it, guys. But um, I think my Catholic upbringing uh, instilled the ritual uh, that I really like. And uh, I've even gotten to the point where now I will pray the rosary sometimes. Because I'm like, oh, the repetition is very peaceful. And Mm -hmm. I really am enjoying it. And then when I learned the meaning behind it, like people couldn't read way back when they couldn't. Yeah. It's like, this is the way we remember dependent. the prayers. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, so I don't, uh, I, so it's, it's very, I'm king of snark as, what On
2: talking? milwaukee.com.
3: Milwaukee.com. In 2011. So, uh, they, I will, I would, wow. Um, I, it's, I have a, my mechanism in my brain is to make fun of everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I passed that down to my children. And uh, and that's that's in my brain. And so uh, there's just something about it that's just, I just, I can't, I'm not, i am not going to jump up and down. Yeah. So uh, it's more it's of a just, comfort
2: zone for you to have a ritual that you can basically depend on. Instead well, and of... and,
3: the, and the the preachers at the Holy Presbyterian has been, have been great. I haven't been going a lot since I've landed. Cause the last few years have been going crazy on stand-up and yeah. I end up not, I fly back on Sunday mornings, but, um, uh, but it's not, you're not
2: looking for an emotional experience. Like you're looking for,
3: uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I, this is, I'm, st- I'm trying not to make fun of them. Uh, <laughs> so it's look, okay. it's great if it works for you. Uh, but, uh, that's great. Uh, but it's, yeah. So I don't know about like the different, uh i don't even know their names that's all okay. right uh, they always have like names like the action s- like, like the spiral or i don't know <laughs> yes the, the the joy pad yeah. i don't know like, I, I, or it's, uh, the,
2: I don't know that's all right the, like the purple robe i don't like it. all right sounds great <laughs> so but you like i mean y'all go to hollywood prez and you like not that, as it much works as, for you
3: not as much as i should sarah goes more than me but yeah, well, uh, good well
2: because she's a saint <laughs> she
3: is she really is i mean i got the good one sorry dudes yeah. and so um yeah so i so this is that was my super shitty punt of uh-huh. that answering that i feel question. inspired yeah so i what where do you guys go uh we go to watermark in oh, dallas yeah, so that's like like, like the perfect a, example. There's movie chairs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like it's a, incredibly there's, comfortable. There's, there's, like, a band and there's, like, movie screens and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I can't. That's all right. Like, sorry I'm judging all you. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, but, uh, no, it's just not my uh, thing. Maybe it will be. Yeah. Maybe I'll convert. Or I'll go, like, Greek Orthodox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Showing really up like all that that stuff. It's so interesting. I mean, I don't like that priests can't marry uh, that mm-hmm. should definitely be a thing. But the ritual is, you know, very, very old. It's yeah. pagan, right? I mean, that's, it's going way back. So I, for whatever reason, I like the... Like There's a really good documentary series in the 90s, called My Eyes of Seen the Glory, which is, I recommend.
2: You're big into documentaries and audiobooks. I
3: used to... Audiobooks is my fucking jam. Because uh, I'm dyslexic, yeah. and I am distracted oh, at all times. Yeah. And so, if you see me with earbuds in and i'm not talking i'm definitely listening to a
2: book have you gotten the new airpods yet did apple send those to you
3: the uh pros yeah no i'm using these master and dynamics which are a revelation are those app.
2: like audiophile type headphones
3: you, anybody can buy them I mean, <laughs> with anybody with can. one thousand dollars yeah uh I feel like if you're gonna splurge on anything, it should be headphones because you use them a lot. Yeah. Uh, no. and it makes a
2: difference. No, the
3: I I like the I, the I, the AirPods because you can hear a little bit on the outside. The AirPod Pros go all the way in. The uh-huh. master dynamics go all the way in. And like if you're on a plane, you can't hear anything. And their over the ear ones are nuts.
2: Mm-hmm. We should look at those. If yeah. if you'd <laughs> allow it. Um, we'll I will ask her permission later. I will. You can make a request. Everyone now knows that I'm a pushover, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I know we're running out of time. No, what is he? Uh, what do you want to call him?
0: A, a bitch.
1: There you
2: uh, go. <laughs> since I have control <laughs> of this, I'll be editing. A, a,
0: a bitch? A bit. uh, so are you
2: going to bleep me for this? No, I'm not. Right. They, the, I get the little E notifier on my, or like I, get it. I can list it as explicit. Oh. And it gives me a little clout with the secular crowd. <laughs> yeah, because I'm edgy, pushing me the envelope. Anyways, uh, you're doing a lot of stand-up right now.
3: Not as much as I, last weekend was the last one for a while. I'm doing a little bit this weekend, but um, because you're back not, to long
2: because time. I
3: can't be gone every weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to New York tomorrow.
2: Because you were going to a bunch of random like casinos in Mississippi. Yeah,
3: I do like going weird places because I those are the people that I love talking to. Because mo- a lot of my act is talking. The right. first twenty minutes is trying to figure out,
2: trying to get to know them. And it's like localized. Like you try to. Carry oh yeah, it to when the... you're
3: in Southern Idaho, it's uh, pretty good.
2: And that's a new thing for you, like relatively new standup in in the context of your career.
3: Right? Uh, like, you... Yeah, I started in 2005.
2: Okay, well that's 14 years. That's not... Yeah.
3: Now that I've, done, I mean, I must have done it 20,000 times. Well, it's not, that's not realistic. But yeah, now I'm, I'm finally good at it. it yeah. Used to be pretty bad.
2: Uh, do you have anything to pub for my 200 people that listen to this podcast? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, what are you working on? How can people find you on the internet?
3: JoelMcHale.com. Uh, boy, a couple gigs. I think I know. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. There's a movie called Becky coming out, a movie called Happily coming out. Oh, nice. Um. You the know drop? Singer's coming up. Oh, Will and Grace is coming up episodes of that.
2: Uh, You're a judge on Masked Singer?
3: No, I'm the Metallic Deer. Oh. Uh, well, I spoiled it for everyone. <laughs> uh, that's me. Uh, no, I'm Terry, I'm Terry Bradshaw. Terry <laughs> Bradshaw comes out and he rips the Terry Bradshaw mask off.
2: And it's terrifying. I liked your your Papa John's joke about that. Oh, on uh, On your special Santa? about the Papa John's yeah, guy I don't ripping think his Papa face. Papa John
3: will be like that at all. <laughs> part where he's having sex in the middle of a football field. right
2: yeah that was a we we fast forwarded through that part a little, a little hot under the collar yeah it is. It yeah anyways right, how long have we been talking i'm curious um
1: Only about an hour
2: an hour and four minutes
1: oh, and good. 55
3: okay, seconds i have i re, i okay. have to i'm supposed to be yeah. at the place i'm supposed to be which is like 10 miles from here oh okay. so
2: like 45 minutes eight away. minutes ago so okay. uh, so, uh Thanks, Joel McHale. Like, it, we actually talked to him on mm-hmm. our podcast. What did you think was going to happen? Well, I just figured it wasn't going to happen. You thought
3: it was going to be like, oh, man, something came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fuel injector in my LA, uh, Maserati is uh, <laughs> acting up on me. The private
2: jet. We had to leave because the pilots, yeah. so You didn't I, even meet the pug. Our pug dog. Oh, no. The me man. Thanks for having us. Thanks Thank for talking you for to us. for having me. This was the best podcast interview you've ever done.
3: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it is too, because I can't remember what I was
2: going to say. That's all right. I'm looking forward to squatting up in Modern Warfare soon. I would it's do my that. life. agrees. Let's do it for Jesus. Let's start a team. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Go uh, Cowboys. Go <laughs> Seahawks. Big shouts out to my homie, Zane Callister, for producing this week's episode and making my voice sound way better than it actually is. Not only that, he also provided the intro music from his band, Utah. If you haven't checked him out yet, check him out on Spotify and Instagram and everywhere else on the internet at Made by Utah.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.